Hello and welcome to the Lead in Davis Academy Put a Lid on It podcast. Our guests today are Stacy Jackson. Hello. Kevin Green. Hi. And Lisa Day. Hi. All administrator extraordinaires. We are going to begin by participating in a questionnaire. Now, the Lead in Davis questionnaire is a scientifically formulated <laughs> instrument. <laughs> Which allows us to peer into your souls. Oh, no. Oh, so, so I'm, I'm going to, you're all going to answer each question. And what I'd like you to do is, is be as snappy as possible. So like one word, one sentence, um, and I'll decide if we're going to go deep. Okay. Um, so Lisa, let's start with you. If you had to choose one song that would play every time you walked into a room for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, boy. Um, one song, it has to be something peppy and upbeat because I need energy. I can't think of a name of a song right now, but I know it has to be like something that the words are memorable, meaningful, and it has to be upbeat. So you really do want a yeah, name of a song. Yeah, do you want me to assign you a song? Yes, assign me a song, please. Um, I just, I, Would this be my theme song? Yeah, this is like this, your theme. It's oh. like your walk-up music. Oh man, I've never thought of that before. Help me out, guys. Uh-huh. You know, one, one of the of greatest own. moments of my life was when I was a senior and I won a best actor trophy. And as I walked up, they played mama said, knock you out. It's like, <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. I think it would have to be like, something with Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Like, yeah. Living on a prayer. Yes. Oh. Okay. We can do that. Oh, we're halfway there. Or, or uh, I got Jerry. mine. Okay. We're going to go to Stacy. I was going to say, thunderstruck by ACDC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it is. Stacy walks into the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh Kevin. man. The problem with mine is that I'm like country all the way through, oh, and so any song you sing about it's like a truck and a and a, <laughs> a I, I go hunting and, and I wear camo and <laughs> and his uh, wife left him and my wife and his left dog me. Died. <laughs> um, so I don't know what song like I would choose to walk up to that's like. I don't know. Uh, all my exes live in Texas. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I <laughs> so was going to have any exes. Um, but let's go with it, because it's George Strait. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't like George, George Strait. Strait. There's got to be a better George Strait yeah. song than... Uh, There's a lot. Oh, man. There's even songs about George Strait there, by other there guys. There are. Okay. okay. <clears throat> this has been the weakest theme song question group I've ever worked with, except for Stacy. She's like, oh, me, me. <laughs> okay. Number two. Stacy. Favorite Christmas or birthday gift as a child? I think for me, it was my Holly Hobby sewing oh. machine. <laughs> oh, man. man, that's nice. I made a lot of cakes with my sister's Holly Hobby Easy Bake Oven or whatever. Well, it's, it was, it's yeah. amazing that I didn't cut my finger off. But <laughs> yeah. Did you make some stuff? Did you just say, I'm, I'm going uh, yeah, to. Yeah, I did. I mean, I like stitched pieces of material together for my Barbies for a blanket. <laughs> okay. So you made Barbie blankets. Okay. Kevin. Okay. This is going to sound really bad. Lisa knows this. I'm a total Grinch. Uh, I don't like Christmas or birthdays. I know. Um, but the only one I really remember that I still actually have was a sleeping bag for camping. Oh, nice. I know. Okay. It's lame. And but still I, has yeah, it. And I still have it. No, yep. You're it's a rugged impressive. dude. Kevin. I know. I'm rugged. <laughs> you're a rugged man. Lisa. Um, the Barbie house that my mom made for me. So it was all homemade. All the furniture, the blankets, everything. And it meant a lot because it was homemade. She spent a lot of time on it. Oh, wow. I still have parts of it. Awesome. Because <laughs> you broke parts it. Over. What parts? <laughs> parts? What happened the to the Barbie? The, okay. the walls are destroyed, but... Okay. Well, that's excellent. Okay. Kevin. Yeah. Hamburgers or pizza? Hamburgers. 
Like, that's easy. Lisa? Pizza. Cheeseburger. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Think outside the box. She's adding toppings <laughs> and a pickle. For, okay. Uh, Stacy, what advice would you give to your 12-year-old self? Oh. Um, I would give my 12-year-old self advice to not worry about what other people think and to have confidence in myself. Kevin? She's still my answer. Uh, I'd probably say go outside more. I mean, I did go out a lot, but I regret not going out and doing more stuff outside. The only gift you remember is a sleeping I, I bag. I know, <laughs> and I used it often, but I'm just saying. Like, like in your bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing video games? I slept, well, anyways. Um, no, I just, I just, I wish I'd been outside more. Okay, awesome. I won't probably. And, and the other that, that <laughs> Stacy said as well, but, you know, uh, she took my answers. Advice for your 12-year-old self? I would say the same thing is stand up for yourself, um, that you have more to offer than you realize, and and you need to make that known. And don't ever listen to the haters. Just be yourself and do the best you can, and then be kind. Awesome. Lisa, if you weren't an educator, what would you be? Um, I would be, a, like, I'd work for Qualtrics, so a data analyst. Nice. Mm-hmm. Doing research, doing all the data, doing the reports, traveling around, sharing information with companies. I would. So not yeah. like a cubicle. I was thinking like Lisa wants to go to a cubicle. No, I don't want to go to a cubicle. Okay. And no, but that's what I, I love data. Be the data person. I would be the data person. And I think they pay well. <laughs> they pay very well. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be an actuary, but I didn't want to sit at a cubicle. I like people. And so I, I chose education instead. Kevin? Can you tell that Lisa's a math teacher? Yeah, yeah. In her soul, that's cool. Um, I would I would have been a forest ranger. Like really? no lie. Or like a conservation officer. Okay. Yeah. You'd ruin all these guys fishing. Yeah, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Counting their fish all the yeah, time. It's true. That would be my goal. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a little bit there's a little bit of like um introvert there right oh yeah like, let me go a spend lot. some time in a cabin. a lot like okay. driving into my truck yeah no that would be ideal it just doesn't pay any money like worse than education <laughs> I know. okay but you don't really need much because they give you a cabin and a truck that's true uh stacy well i started off in the engineering program at utah state university and then switched to statistics and worked as a researcher for six years and loved it but i did travel around and work with industry leaders yeah, um, see? and so i did enjoy That's, it yeah. i had my time to work on and i was a math teacher too i think and i actually looked at being coming an actuary we're for a while spirits, we are stacy and i we're we like really are stacy day we're i didn't even the, know that yeah. and look how i placed you together yes yeah. <laughs> and then so, you got a loner <laughs> i didn't ever foresee myself going into education to begin with but okay. i'm glad my pathway found myself here okay well that's actually, although you're right, Kevin, there's almost nothing further from being a Qualtrics employee or an engineer and right. being, being a forest ranger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. if you, no, let me, let me ask this one. Your house is on fire. Everyone is safe and you have the opportunity to save one item. What would it be? <laughs> These questions make me look so bad. <laughs> are my dogs safe? Like, yeah, do they dogs, count as your dogs okay. are safe? Okay, dogs. And your sleeping bags dogs are safe. <laughs> dogs are safe. <laughs> um, my wife would hate me for saying this, but 
I would go get my guns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like legit, I would go Save downstairs and be pushing guns out the window. You're, you're kicking the photo album out of the way <laughs> to get to your guns. Okay. Yeah, they're good. I don't okay. need pictures. Awesome. Awesome. Lisa? I would grab my computer because it has my journal on it, which mm. has my photos. It's kind of like a scrapbook. And so I would have to have that. Yeah, I'm going to get the tower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stacy? I have most of my photos on the cloud except for wedding photos and photos from like the 80s. So I'd grab my photo books because I don't have any backups to any of those. Yeah. When was the last time you looked at those photos? Uh, not that long ago. Okay, I looked well, at them a good. few weeks ago. That's quality. That's, when, was, that's, when was the last time Kevin shot his shotgun? <laughs> okay. Very recently. See? So, well, See? there you go. That was just more of a like not challenging so much as like, hey, you should look at those because you'd save them. Um, okay. Stacy, if you could travel back in time to one day in your life, would you go back to relive a great day or to fix a bad day? <clears throat> this is a tough question for me. <clears throat> well, I have two kids. I had a third one that died. Hmm. And uh, he died on the day that he was born. And I would go back to that day because it was a very joyous day, but it was also the last day I saw him. Hmm. Well, awesome. I'm a pity crier, so I'm, I'm gonna. I have to take a minute, um, and then we'll you know, go ahead and see how Kevin <laughs> yeah, follows no, up. Back. No pass. I pass on that question because uh, uh-huh. there's no way I can follow that, no. and mine would all seem really petty. <laughs> That was really beautiful. So, that was really job, beautiful. Stacey. Um, this is a, this is a question that when I answered, I I cried too to my wife when I was working <laughs> through these questions. I was like, <laughs> like we both just sat there and, and cried on our couches. No one else has had has taken this tack like you did, like I did. So that's that's good. Okay, uh, yeah, you just ruined the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm just uh, Lisa, I would go back and fix a bad day. Um, because I feel I, I like control. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a control freak. And so if I could go back and change something that I don't feel went well, definitely would be going back to fix it. And, and I don't know which day I would choose. There are too many to count, but that's what I would do. Awesome. Kevin, still nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing, come on, one day, you know. I mean, you've gone on a lot of vacations. Would you want like to repeat any um, day on one of those? You know what? I, Maybe with my kids, like we, uh, good job, Lisa, you know me too well. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we went on a vacation, we went to Australia and there was this zoo called the Shoalhaven Zoo and you, it was like, unlike any zoo I've ever been in. And my kids just like, it was like the best thing. They talk about it every, like almost every day. It was, you got to go in the exhibits with the animals and they were just like. Did you just run for your life? <laughs> no, <it> was, <laughs> we walked a dingo. We went into like a kangaroo enclosure and they kid, my kids were just petting kangaroos. And like, it was okay. just like one of those things that just my kids were happy. It was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's still, you know. Whatever. Okay, well. <laughs> that was a good answer. Yeah, that's that, a really good answer. Really you should go to Shoalhaven Zoo if you ever go to Australia. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I probably won't. I mean, I, I hope I do. I, now I need to go to Australia. My kids are too old to pet. I'd have adult kids going, really? I don't think I anybody's too old oh, to no, pet a it kangaroo. Was, it was so cool. I mean, it was like, like, it could have been me and my wife and it would have been amazing. Really? It's, it was so cool. 
alligators. You got to hold like, alligators. Hey, kid, uh, go hold the alligator. My wife, like, <laughs> she hugged a koala. Like, I mean, you, they let you just go in the koala enclosure, and there's a koala in And there. koalas I mean, are was, really sweet and cuddly, but at some point, aren't they, like, <laughs> claws come out? And they're, and they, they're, no? they're like, I don't think so. They're, like, um, really soft. Like, really soft. Like, my really? wife. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my wife has has a picture of it on her phone and was like, Oh. Yeah. So, anyways, they're really. She cool. kind of held the koala. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. It was pretty cool. Well, okay. So he's sold. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's that's a great. I'll, I'll go there when I go to Australia. Okay. <laughs> um, now this is this is a this next question kind of gets us into why we're here today a little bit. Um, and so, uh, uh, we'll we'll see if Stacey's okay. Okay. Um, Question number nine. What would you change about public education, Lisa? If I could change the perception that the, the world has, the community has sometimes about public education, that's what I would change. Um, you know, it's not perfect. The system's not perfect. The people in the system are not perfect. But I've had enough experience to know that their heart is in the right place and that's what I wish people knew is that we're there for students we're there for families we're there for parents and we're on the same side and that's really what I wish they knew I wish they could spend a week in my shoes and see what I see and feel what I feel and there would be a lot less hostility a lot less arguing and and being against each other because they would know we're all in it for the right reasons awesome Kevin what would you change about public education? You know, I think we're headed in the in the right direction in terms of allowing kids more opportunities to choose how and what they learn, right? We, mm. we do that to some extent better in, in colleges and things like that. But I think along with what Lisa, Lisa said, you know, we want kids to walk out of, of high school kind of knowing and having a, a path forward right mm-hmm. and and I think we're getting better at that and 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 I think we we are adjusting as we realize that school needs to look a little bit different than what it maybe looked like 20 or 30 years ago where kids kind of sat and they learned history and then they walked out right I think we're giving kids more choice in in how they how they analyze data how they I mean all those things that 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 kids need to have those skills as they walk out of our building and if they learn history or math or English in the process great right but how can we get them to understand how to figure out problems how do we how do we get them to analyze a situation in history that's happening right now and and if we did that based on you know something that happened in the Civil War great um, but the Civil War stuff maybe's not as important as it was 30 years ago when we couldn't look up every answer that we ever wanted to know plus some. Yeah. So excellent. Stacy. Um, I would just reiterate what both of these guys have said. I've thought many times that, um, I think outside perception, um, of, of education, people don't have an accurate picture of what's going on in the classrooms. And, and additionally, um, people think that, you know, Every, every industry changes. You know, we, we wouldn't want to have a doctor use methods from, you know, the 1920s. 
you know, we've learned so much since then. Every industry changes. Well, education has changed as well. And for people to think that their kids need to be educated the same way they were in the 80s is 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 very um, foreign to me. I mean, they have to understand that we are responding with changing times and education has changed as well. And, and their kids need to be educated in a different way than they were educated to respond to the needs of our communities. Awesome. Kevin, uh, the final question of the lead and Davis questionnaire, what would you change about yourself? Um, you know, I, I think that, I've been trying to work on this, especially as we've gone through Lead in Davis. I, I really sometimes struggle with letting, maybe not my control of things go, but um, realizing that other people, while they might do something or, or handle a situation different than me, it still was handled and it still was effective, maybe not the exact same way as I have. So, you know, I, I've, I've been working on allowing others to really use their own creativity to solve problems or to handle an event or things like that. Um, because oftentimes I just, I always wanted to be there and check, you know, everything had to be run by me. And if it, you know, if it wasn't how I would have done it, I would have stepped in and said, Hey, that, let's do it a different way. But I think I've, I'm trying harder to let other people do stuff that I know they're capable of doing. I just wasn't always the most comfortable letting them do it. Lisa. <clears throat> That's the, the same one that I was going to talk about. One of the most impactful um, tenets that we talked about was the duty to develop. And yet that's probably one of my weakest because I too, as I said before, I'm a little bit of a control freak. Can I call you? You said yes. unleashing <laughs> well, the genius. I've always been the type of person who wants to do everything without help. <laughs> yes. Nobody works harder than a woman who doesn't like asking people for anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that is me. And yet when I've seen, for example, I'll, um, I'll go to our orchestra concert and our teacher lets the students conduct the orchestra, not only conduct it, but one of the um, orchestra performances I went to, they wrote the score and the teacher stepped out of the way and the kids were the stars. And that's how I want to be. I mean, that's amazing to let them um, shine, let them grow and make mistakes. And that's the part that's hard for me. I don't want to make mistakes and, and I don't want anyone else to. I want everyone to be successful and do it right the first time. That's not real life. And so I would definitely want to work on letting people have a safe space to work and have a, a place to be where they're supported, but they're pushed. And like Kevin said, when someone comes to you as an administrator and wants to know, what about this, what about that? My first inclination is to fix it, fix the problem. But maybe instead of fixing it, teach them how to fix their own problems. And then you'll never know what you're gonna get. You'll get a wealth of information and experience when you allow people to do that. I think all of you have a little bit of a stripe of that, right? Uh, take care of business kind of people in this room. Yeah, Stacy, how about you? Um, for me, as I've thought about this question, um, I think some of my weaknesses is soliciting um, uh, 
feedback from others and and um, looking at introspection and sometimes my my blind spots not not maybe fully understanding where my blind spots are um, and so that's something that I've I've um, decided I want to work more heavily on it's interesting each of you uh, mentioned different attribute experts and and models in your lives and it's a uh, it's interesting that, uh, you know, one of you said Dr. Greg Wilkie, one of you said Troy Wood, uh, one of you said, um, uh, actually two of you said Troy Wood, that's interesting, and then uh, one of you said Jim Quigley. Um, all all the lead, are, are all types of leaders that are just kind of that bring everyone on board, um, they're not, I have to do it myself kinds of leaders, so it's, it's kind of cool that each of you we're kind of inspired by someone else that maybe does it differently than you. Um, and, and, and we ask that because, you know, the, the whole point of lead in Davis is that we are taking extreme ownership of the development of our people, but that only works if our people are st still learners, they're lifelong learners and they want to develop. We talk a big game about creating lifelong learners, but being it ourselves is, is, it is difficult. So I appreciate those answers. Final question. And we're, 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 I'm, I'm asking for kind of a one sentence answer. I say kind of, cause I know you guys have been impossibly <laughs> long on the one sentence. Okay. But one sentence answers, uh, Kevin, what are you going to change in education starting tomorrow? What are you going to do differently tomorrow? Only one sentence. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm going to help kids see their potential. Awesome. Lisa? I want to help students see not only their potential, but their path, and that it might look different from the person sitting next to them, but that doesn't make it less than. It's just different. Focus on positivity, no matter the circumstance. Awesome. Well, thank you. Our time together is gone. That went really quickly. You guys are wonderful. Again, want to thank uh, Kevin Green, Lisa Day, and Stacy Jackson for joining us today for our podcast. And I think we put a lid on it. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.